0: Welcome to the Office 365 update for June of 2017. In the next 10 minutes or so, I'll be giving you a quick rundown of the latest Office 365 updates. My goal is to keep you informed so you can get the most out of your investment in Office 365. On May 18th, the OneNote team announced an updated design of the OneNote apps for Windows 10, Mac, iOS, Android, and on the web. Enhancing the usability of all Microsoft products for those with disabilities such as vision or mobility impairments has been a priority of our CEO Satya Nadella. With this update to OneNote, the navigation controls are now all in one area on the left hand side of the app. This allows users to easily switch between their notes and dramatically improves usability with assistive technologies like screen readers. In addition, the redesigned OneNote experience will be consistent almost everywhere, allowing you to capture thoughts and jot down notes the same way on any device. Notice that I said almost everywhere. The OneNote for Windows desktop client continues to use the same interface as it always has and is not included in this update. The redesign for OneNote will be rolling out over the coming weeks, so be on the lookout for the new look. Microsoft recently announced some changes to Office 365 Pro Plus. First is a system requirements change. If you are a customer with Office 365 Enterprise E1, Office 365 Business Essentials, or similar plans for government education and nonprofits, and you connect to Office 365 with Office 2010, Office 2013, or Office 2016, you'll want to take notice. Starting in October 2020, over three years from now, Office Perpetual and mainstream support or Office 365 Pro Plus is required to connect to Office 365 services if you're not using Office Online. Note that mainstream support ends a minimum of five years after the product is released. As an example, mainstream support for Office 2016, which released in October of 2015, ends on October 13th of 2020, the date this system requirements change goes into effect. The second update regarding changes to the update model came directly from customers requesting improved coordination between Office and Windows, and begins in September of this year. Here's the scoop. The names of the update channels are changing, Most notable is that current channel becomes monthly channel and deferred channel changes to semi-annual channel. Along with the name change to the deferred channel comes a frequency change from three times a year to two times a year. The support duration also changes from 12 to 18 months, which gives customers more time to plan and test. The April 20th blog post has many pointers to where you can get your questions answered about these changes and also contains information on newly announced Office 365 Pro Plus application compatibility tools. I'm sure many of you, like me, use multiple devices throughout your day. As you create more and more files or take more photos with your mobile devices, have you ever thought, gee, it'd be great to access my content whether I've downloaded it or not, from both my work and personal life, all in one place. If that's the case, you're not alone. It's been one of the most requested features for OneDrive on Microsoft's User Voice site. I'm happy to report that Microsoft recently announced OneDrive Files on Demand. When available in Windows 10, it will allow you to see and access all your files, not just those synced to your PC. The unsynced files will appear alongside the synced files right there in File Explorer. If you want an unsynced file always available on your PC, no problem. Just right click on the file and select Always Available on this device. Sadly, those eagerly awaiting this new feature will have to be patient as the plan calls for OneDrive Files on Demand to be delivered in the Windows 10 Fall Creators Update. In addition to files-on-demand, Microsoft has announced a new feature to help you stay productive on your mobile device when you don't have an internet connection, like on long flights or in remote areas. OneDrive offline folders lets you save folders to your mobile device and subsequently open them when you don't have an internet connection. Changes made by other users to the files while you're offline will automatically be updated when you come back online. This feature is now available on Android devices to Office 365 Personal and Home subscribers and OneDrive business accounts, and we expect it to roll out to iOS in the next few months. Be sure to check the May 11th Office blog post for all the details on these two topics and a third iOS feature I didn't cover. The SharePoint Virtual Summit produced a flurry of announcements on SharePoint and OneDrive, including those I'll talk about next. First is a new simplified file sharing experience coming to File Explorer on the PC and Finder on the Mac. I often share time-sensitive content with others, so something that jumped out at me in the new experience is the ability to put a time limit on how long the file is shared. Very cool. An update to SharePoint will enable the connection of existing team sites to Office 365 Groups, which adds Groups features like shared conversations, a group calendar, and planner. I'm also looking forward to the more personalized search within SharePoint that leverages machine learning from the Microsoft Graph to surface more relevant results much more quickly. When you click in the search box on the SharePoint Home in Office 365, Recommendations appear instantly. You'll see recent files as well as relevant content, sites, and news. In addition, your search results will include people whose skills, interests, and projects are relevant to your search. You can find more information about these announcements along with a link to all the other content presented at the SharePoint Virtual Summit in the May 16th Office blog post. The SharePoint team also announced the ability to enrich your SharePoint sites with a conversational layer using an improved Yammer embed capability. Bringing SharePoint and Yammer together encourages contextually relevant discussions from within your SharePoint site. We're also working on ways to integrate in the other direction by bringing SharePoint content more naturally into Yammer. New Office 365 connectors in Yammer bring relevant, content, and updates from over 90 popular third-party apps and services directly into Yammer conversations. For example, you can set up a connector to deliver a weekly digest of social media posts or articles regarding a specific hashtag or search term. Anyone in the group can add or delete a connector in Yammer as long as the group is connected to the Office 365 group service. Simply click Add or Remove Apps under Group Actions, on the right side of the Groups feed, and then follow the instructions on how to add the connector. Finally, you can more easily manage groups in Yammer using dynamic group membership. Dynamic groups are Office 365 groups with membership defined as a rule rather than a static list of members. Whether you're looking to group people based on role, geography, department, or any other attribute, Once created, these groups update automatically as people join, leave, or move within your organization. Read the May 16th Office blog post for details on these great new Yammer features. By better understanding Office 365 usage and adoption patterns, the organization can drive more targeted end user training and communication. While the Office 365 Activity Dashboard continues to be a good source for usage information, The Power BI-based Office 365 Adoption Pack delivers powerful usage insights in an easy-to-understand way. The dashboard is split up into four main areas. Understanding adoption, communication, collaboration, and activation. The adoption area provides organization-wide trends about the status of your deployment. Communication focuses on Skype for Business, Yammer, and Exchange adoption. Collaboration provides similar insights on OneDrive for Business and SharePoint. And Activation helps you understand who is using client software like Office 365 Pro Plus and on what devices they've activated on. The Content Pack takes all this rich usage data for your users and combines it with their information in Active Directory. This enables admins to pivot the reports by attributes like location, department, or organization information. If you're an admin, you can customize the content pack and structure the charts based on your organization's needs. To answer the question before you ask, if and when usage data from other Office 365 services like Planner and Teams becomes available in the content pack, I'll be sure to cover it in a future video. The May 22nd Office blog post is chock full of all sorts of additional information, including how to get started, frequently asked questions, and links to the Content Pack community, so be sure to check it out. As I mentioned earlier in the OneNote segment, enhancing the usability of our offering for people with different abilities is a top priority here at Microsoft. That's why we've bumped up the contrast of the table of contents in this video, making it compliant with current web content accessibility guidelines. If you have feedback on how we can improve accessibility or anything else associated with this video, send your suggestions, feedback, and success stories to Office 365 Update Series at Microsoft.com. I'm Jim Naroski. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you again next month.